The dork you grew up with on radio for 40 years is now in a tidy digital place. Doc on Demand, where you pick the topics, then you be on the dang podcast. Live now in the Eagle app. I have no idea what episode or even what season I'm in right now. It's a Doc on Demand, uh, radio brother. Mark Hespin. Uh, who, I like that to- that term, radio brother. So I guess from here on out, though, are, are you are you now going to be known as Super Bowl fan duel guy? Uh, voice of the kick of destiny. Vo- voice of the kick of destiny. That's what I'm rolling with. Yeah, no, I like radio brother better. So, well, let's go with both. So, so I, I told this story. Um, we had to be kind of like hush hush about this. Let's let's just explain what's happening. Mark, if you're not aware, um, is uh, the co-host with Sam Barnes on the Kick FM's morning show, our sister station. And uh, we learned that leading up to the Super Bowl, you had, there's no other way to describe this other than to say an absolutely incredible opportunity. So if you would, Mark, explain the backstory of what led up to the kick of destiny. Yeah, so I uh, I had an opportunity from, it, it came down to me from a, a former person I used to work with in Chicago when uh, my background is in acting and comedy in Chicago. Yep. And so before the radio and getting and moving here to Quincy. And they, they sent this to me, they said, hey, uh, they're doing this nationwide search, and we don't have anyone to submit for this, but we think you might be able to. And they, they were basically looking for someone to do uh, a live Super Bowl commercial, uh, but it was uh, you know basically calling a field goal kick. And I was like, well, I don't have a ton of play-by-play experience, but I'll submit something anyways. And at that time when it was submitted to me, I didn't know the client. I didn't know anything about Yeah, just about the thing. And then, uh, you know, they uh, they booked me, and then I find out, okay, it's Rob Gronkowski, it's this kick of destiny, it is the first ever live Super Bowl commercial, and uh, and so that's kind of how it trickled down to me. It was from a connection back from my, my acting days in Chicago, and um, and and luckily enough, the, the take I sent in, which was a one-taker, uh, which you know, you know, when sometimes when you just do it, just one-take it, don't overthink it. And uh, send it on in. It uh, it made its way all the way up through the higher ups and the and the casting people, and they thought, yeah, this is the guy we're going to trust with our seven million dollar live Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> so, explain if you would. So you you flew to Arizona, obviously, where the Super Bowl was. Um, what were the days leading up to uh, the game like for you? Well, and so that was what's really cool is that they they flew me out on Tuesday of Super Bowl week and put me up in a hotel and they and they uh, they said, all right, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday rehearsals. And I'm used to being in rehearsals as an actor and you know do stuff here still yep. at Quinn's Community Theater. I love rehearsals. Rehearsals are your best friend, right? It makes everything easy. People keep asking me, like, were you nervous on Sunday? I was more nervous Wednesday, the first rehearsal day, because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Yeah, right. So we had full days of rehearsal. I'm telling you, I was on set. They built this incredible set. Watch the watch the uh, kick. Uh, you can find it on YouTube everywhere, the kick of destiny. They built, like, basically a, thir- a piece of a 30-yard uh, tur- turf field in the desert in Arizona, a couple miles west of the stadium, uh, outside of Phoenix, in the desert, in the mountains, in this like national park, beautiful setup, the field goal and everything. So I was there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, basically for like 10-hour days, 11-hour days, sure. and we rehearsed it a bunch. I got to make edits to the script that got approved and things. We got to rework it. So by the time Sunday came around and actually doing the kick – um, I felt good because at that point I basically had the script memorized, but you're still reading off the script. It was just, is he going to make it? Is he going to miss it? And then you got to go in those different directions. So long, long days on set. But I'll tell you what, being on set for a Super Bowl commercial, 
uh, where they're spending a lot of money, it's a it's a great feeling. There was there's you know they take care of your food, they all the snacks you could ever want. It was a uh, people feeding you grapes. Yeah, yeah it was kind of what my vision of this yeah, is. Yeah, right? it was uh, it was very it was a how the other half lives type of moment. <laughs> you got to got I got a glimpse of how the other half lives. <laughs> so so I'm guessing because I saw you know in the live commercial. Uh, I had my entire household shushed, which was an accomplishment, by the way, <laughs> when you've got four kids running around the house. Um, so I didn't realize Adam Vinatieri was there. So that was a cool part of it as well. I had no idea Vinatieri was going to be there as well either. During They had commercials teasing this commercial, so montage commercials of Vinatieri helping Gronk learn how to kick. Uh, I learned on Thursday that Vinatieri would be there. One of the one, Thursday was a really unique day because Wednesday was first day of rehearsals. Let's try this. Let's see how this goes. There was a a great person I got to meet. His name was Justin, who was a former NFL kicker for a while, who now does stunt uh, sports coordinator stuff for movies. So he was Gronk standing. I practiced with him. Him doing misses, makes, misses, makes for hours and hours and hours on Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Friday. Gronk, we only had him for a small time window on Thursday. And so um, we learned then that, hey, Vinatieri would be here, his whole family, his entourage is going to be in the commercial. And so uh, that made it really unique. And Vinatieri was a really, really nice guy, really great. And he was kept giving Gronk pointers, and the wind was incredible. You may not be able to tell in the video, if you watch it, look for the flags at the top of the uh, field goal post. It was 40-mile-an-hour, 30-mile-an-hour gust winds from the west. And that's what really took the kick and, and why he ended up missing it. But in the practice leading up to it on Sunday, Vinatieri was there telling him, like, just angle this way or do this. And watching watching the, the greatest kicker of all time uh, uh, help out Rob, it was certainly – that in itself was like a pinch-me moment getting to meet Adam Vinatieri, let alone me getting to introduce him and say his name live on, on TV. So I guess you had uh, probably, I'm going to guess, quite a bit of uh, conversation time with Gronk, right? I did or, get to talk to no. him a little bit. I mean, he was a very busy guy. On, on, I'll tell you this. On, I was very excited to meet him on Thursday. And he was – you know, he could just tell how busy he was. The reason we had an off day on Saturday is because Gronk hosts his big beach party. So every year the Super Bowl, Gronk hosts this just incredible event. So he couldn't do anything on Saturday. Saturday was completely blocked out. So we had an off day on Saturday. Okay. And so you could tell on Thursday he was you know moving really quickly, and I got to meet him a little bit. But then on Sunday, on the day of the kick, he was there early. He finished his pregame coverage on Fox. He got a police escort to to the kick location a couple miles west of the uh of the stadium he was there ready to go early in his costume in his in his, you know makeup all that stuff and then I actually did get to spend a little more time with him, chat with him. Uh, you know, he kept telling me like, "I'm trying to make it for you because the script is much easier if he made it. Yeah, versus yeah. he missed it. There's yeah. there was there was less to say if you makes it right. Yeah. And so in a 30 second time window, and you know, he wanted to make it too for the 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 event. It was he kept promising on all the uh, and the FanDuel people were supposed to get more in their accounts, right? If he actually made the kick, was that I what think the deal? it was equal. No, you know, at the end they ended up giving you the money no matter what. Okay, you and I. Were we're talking about the win. How long was the field goal that Gronk was trying? So it was a 25 yarder, and the, the I mean, in 25 yards, the wind, especially the way it was whipping, it really was a huge factor. And I, and I'll say that's kind of the controversy online is people saying it looked good, but we called it no good. Well, early on in the rehearsal process, and this was them taking care of me for sure. The director's looking out for me, saying we don't want it to just be Mark's call. You know what I mean? Because that would be. It's there's, all on you. There's too much on the line. Yeah. yeah. And 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 to be honest, 
the camera angles I have, it's hard. It's always hard to tell. I mean, any any broadcast booth, it's not like Kevin Burkhardt and Greg Olson during the game have to determine if the kick is good or not. The refs do. So there were two refs, and so they were in charge of making sure it was good or no good. It just so happened this was like, of course, it was the closest possible looking thing. So we knew once the wind started picking up, we had to get more eyes than just those two refs. So Adam and Terry also was in charge of kind of making sure is it good or no good. We had another former professional NFL kicker on stage who was uh, Gronk's kind of stand-ins. Uh, he was uh, – I worked with him all week. He was terrific. Um, he um, was in charge of making sure it was good or no good. And then there was another spotter. And it was no good. The kick was no good. It just looked as good as it could be without yeah. being good. He missed doinking it by, by – Inches by inches. Wouldn't that have been the ultimate, though? If it it would have. I had and then doinked and then gone through. So we had done rehearsals where the former pro kicker Justin, who was Gronk standing doing all these kicks, he was so good he could be like, "I'll give you a make doink," and he would do it. <laughs> I'll give you a miss doink, and he would do it, and that was just incredible because we got to practice it. I got to practice saying doink. He doinked it. So I was kind of rooting for a doink, um, and in in a lot of in a lot of ways in that way. Um, it was, um, you know, I will say the controversy around it, whether he made it or not and Gronk missing it in a lot of ways, I think it's a good thing for bringing it back. Gronk was saying, he's like, I want the kick of redemption. I want the, yeah, yeah. I want a chance to, 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 to bring this back. He was, uh, such a cool dude. So down to earth. He took pictures with every crew person afterwards. Um, so kind and gracious this time. Vinatieri as well was just awesome to meet and chat with. It's such a special thing to be a part of. Uh, the first ever live Super Bowl commercial. It was live. People were saying it wasn't live. It, I can trust you. My my yeah. near heart attack guaranteed me it, it was live. It was very very live. I had him counting down in my ear in the Fox booth in the truck where I was broadcasting from on the set. And so thanks to all the helpers though, you didn't you did not end up being the uh, the ref that called holding on the Eagles cornerback. True, I wasn't that guy. I wasn't the scapegoat. Listen, I know you're a busy man, and you got uh, you got actually other people wanted to talk to you, but uh, just uh, congratulations on the moment, man. That that was a special thing. Not many people can say they were uh, they were a part. I mean, first of all, not, not a lot of people can say they were a part of the Super Bowl at all or even went to one uh, to be not only in a commercial but the first live one is uh, quite an accomplishment, man. No, I appreciate it. I, you know, I, I go back to my my wife kept saying she's like, in a weird way, even though you're you're not in L.A. and you're not some gigant, gigantic star, <laughs> in a weird way, you were perfect for this. They, they needed someone with the ability to improv a little bit with yeah. the ability to yeah. kind of turn on the announcer voice, with the ability to be live, unlike a lot of voiceover people who just record and then they never want to be live. Yeah. And she's like, you and you fit all of those things, you know. And Sam and I say it every day when we do our show. We're live and local. I kept saying this is live and local. Only the local is just the world watching. You yeah, know right. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. If it, we'll make sure we, uh, if you haven't seen the video, I know that both in the Eagle and the Kick app. Uh, there is the video that FanDuel shared of uh, of the moment. So, again, congrats, man. We're proud of you. Thanks, sir. Doc on demand. No rules. No rails. No kidding. Now, in the 100.9 Eagle app, you've been warned.